Welcome to Craft Conversations, where I craft a conversation and we talk a little bit about craft beer. I am your host, Brian Dales, and on this week's episode, we have the return of Clayton Lewis, singer-songwriter from here, right right here in Somerville. Uh, Took some time away out of town, and he is back, and we sat down and talked with him about numerous things, his songwriting process, his uh, trip to Myrtle Beach, or his stay in Myrtle Beach, I guess. He was there for a little while. Uh, why he returned, his uh, night coming up in Studio 117 on December 21st, and oh, so much more. So enjoy this episode. All right. Well, we're recording, brother. What's up, Clayton? What's going on, Brian? How are you? I'm all right, man. This will be a new one for me. I've done a couple things back here with uh, Fleming Moore, you know, for his mayor stuff. Actually, we did. I guess we did a full podcast back here. Yeah, but um, it's kind of cool to have a second spot, kind of do things. Oh, yeah. And um, I've taken the show on the road to a few other places, breweries, things like that. So it's kind of cool to start being mobile a little bit. Absolutely. But um, welcome back to town officially, I guess. Well, thank you. It's good to be back. How long have you been back now? Uh, it's been about, I think, pushing two months. Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to remember, because when you came in here, that was like right when, the first time you came in and yeah, kind of sat in with Fleming for a little bit or whatever, or did the solo thing yeah, on a I Wednesday night. just recently got back in town. Yeah, you just anymore. got back. Yeah. So yeah, so we got uh, Clayton Lewis, um, L-O-U-I-S. Correct. We talked about it. that on the first episode. So you were on episode six, man. That's been a long time ago. That's when we what were first started. What episode are we on now? This will be episode 101. 101. Yeah, I did my 100th uh, a couple weeks ago. I took took last week off, so yeah, it's going to be 101 starting into cool. the 100s, the triple digits. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's lasted a little while. Um, of course, you know, Caleb was with the show for a while. He helped start the thing, and uh, he was on your episode. I, I pushed that back out today um, on Instagram. That Yeah, but I think I saw that. Yeah. yeah, I didn't say much about it, but I might go in and edit that thing a little bit, but um, yes, I don't know. I can't remember how many shows we did together. And then, um, <clears throat> I went off on my own and here we are at 101 episodes. Man, so it's just rocking right along. Still doing kind of the same thing. It's kind of taking a little bit of a backseat as far as the beer goes, but you're drinking a beer. I am not. These guys know that, um, I'm doing sober October, so I'm not drinking for the month of October. No caffeine, no Ooh. alcohol. I can't do no caffeine, but. I know it was. I didn't think I could either, but that's, that's here we rough. are. I got ten days left, man. I'm, I'm rocking. I don't even know if I'll go back to caffeine. To be honest with you, I probably will. But yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. but it's man. The first two or three days you're, were. You're, you're counting the days. We know you're going right back to. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going back to November first, man. I can't wait to drink a beer. That's the the one thing I'm waiting on. But uh, caffeine, I don't know, man. I mean, it was a a five dollar a day, easily uh, habit. Um, I kind of cut it down to the stuff that I drank was maybe three bucks a day, but still, seven days a week, three bucks a day, times a whole 52 weeks a year, that's a lot of money you spend on caffeine, brother. So that's what I've learned. The biggest thing I've learned this month so far is that I spend a shit ton of money on beer and caffeine. So, But, I mean, that, that money's going to two very good causes. Well, true, yeah. If it's going for your enjoyment, you're not just throwing it out the window, yeah. So it's a good point. It's <laughs> a very good point. I like to believe I'm full of those, but... Yeah. So, oh, man, I had so many things, and i got to remember what I 
what I was going to ask you. So last time we talked, which was over a year ago, um, you were working at a lumber yard up near Ridgeville. Ridgeville? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was it? A year ago. Whatever, whatever it was, man. We started in March of last year, I think. So a year and a half, something like that. Uh, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where we went last. And then. Yeah, but you're obviously not doing that anymore because you no, 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 left town unless you came back and went right back to that same job. No, not yet. Not yet? Not yet. Possibility? Still, yeah, yeah, possibility. But uh, went from the lumberyard to the radio station. Yeah, that was going to be the second thing. Yeah, um, cumulus then, radio, right? Yeah. And then from there, went to Myrtle Beach. Yeah. What'd you go to Myrtle Beach for? Play music. Okay. So you took the music out there. Yeah, I joined a band at uh, the Bowery, the birthplace of the supergroup Alabama. Really? Yeah. Myrtle Beach? Yeah, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was right. anything famous that came out of Myrtle Beach. There's stuff you can get in Myrtle Beach that you can't get rid of. But yeah, that's true. <laughs> so Alabama. Where are they from? I mean, they're not... Are they from Alabama? Does the name have anything to do with where they're from? Uh, you have any info on Alabama? I do not. No? no. Besides Myrtle Beach? That's the extent of my Alabama knowledge. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to probably pull that mic in just a bit. Yeah. Yeah, closer to you somehow, some way. How about this way? Yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. good. Cool. So you went up to Myrtle Beach. What would you do up there? Uh, I was in a house band. Played six nights a week. Eight six nights a week. Yeah. And you were the lead singer, guitarist for that? Uh, the lead singer. Okay. Yeah. You didn't play guitar? I mean, I, I wasn't the lead guitarist. I played guitar. But... Okay. How many pieces? Band? Five. And y'all always did five? I mean, you know, uh, sometimes yeah. people come in here and they'll do, yeah. they'll strip down and maybe do three instead of five. Oh, no, or yeah. We, you know? we, it was five every night. It was, it was a lot of fun. Learned a lot. But. And that was the sole reason you went up there? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I guess the next question is, what brings you back? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I really have an answer to that. Yeah? yeah I mean, you just got tired of seeing up there. Band didn't work out. I mean, you don't yeah, want to talk band, about band it. Band didn't really work out. Uh, the monotony of it. Yeah. You know, it was... Fun while it lasted, but it's not something you can you can do that gig. Uh, yeah. So you had six nights a week, always the same spots, or y'all jumped yeah, around? Always the same spot. Yeah. So six nights a week. Monday was at this spot, Tuesday was this spot, Thursday was this spot. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like a pretty good gig. I guess it does get monotonous. I mean, every job gets monotonous, right? Yeah, I reckon. Did you do something else besides that? No, that was it. That was it? Yeah. Just music? Yeah. No yeah. side jobs? Did you like Myrtle Beach? Was that the first time you lived up there? Mm-hmm. I'd actually never really spent much time in Myrtle Beach at all in my life until I moved up there. Like I said, it was fun while it lasted, but yeah, I'd really be here for the time being. Until I figure out where I'm going next. Right. Yeah. I've, you know, I enjoyed it when I was in, uh, of course, high school and things like that. But uh, the times I've gone back as an adult. <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, it just doesn't do it for me anymore. Yeah, 
Um, or Myrtle that's, Beach proper, you know, what you how, think of as Myrtle Beach. But That's how living there will make you feel. Yeah. And it'll not take very long to accomplish that. Yeah, it's just too touristy, right? I mean, yeah, it's kind of hokey and silly and it's a, a different too much traffic. tourism than you got here in Charleston. It's Yeah. During, during the big things, the spring breaks and the bike weeks and all that stuff, I bet it gets oh, yeah. just outrageous traffic-wise, commotion-wise, noise-wise, just everything. But probably good for you guys there, right? I mean, did y'all, oh, yeah. y'all play uh, yeah, tunes we played, during those things? We played a couple different bars that week, played some double headers. That was a, that was a lot of fun. That was a good week. Yeah. And then uh, we did Carolina Country Music Fest. That was right outside us. Like I said, it was a lot of fun, but I'm happy to be home. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are happy for you to be back. Because all your family's here, right? Mom, and, yeah, everybody. What were some of the places that you played up in Myrtle Beach? I mean, where, where would you play? Uh, well, beside the Bowery, uh, any other time we played outside of there, we played uh, Spokes and Bones Saloon and Suck Bang Globe. Never been or heard of been to or heard of any of those. There are a couple of biker bars. Yeah, cool joint. But. Yeah, speaking of biker bar, there was one I was going to go see a concert up there. I think it was Buck Cherry, as a matter of fact. Nice. They were playing, and it was a biker bar, and I cannot remember the damn Beaver Bar. Is there a place called the Beaver Bar? No. I thought it was the Beaver Bar. Maybe it's not the Beaver Bar, but. Anyway, Buck Cherry was touring through there. I was going to go up and see him, and somebody told me it was a, kind of a dive bar, biker bar thing. And Hey, man, I love I love dive bars. No, I didn't. No, I'm saying just somebody told me that that's what it was. I wasn't saying I, I didn't go because of that. But, um, yeah, I was supposed to see, like, maybe a couple hundred people or something, probably real close and intimate. I definitely wanted to go, but. Those are my favorite kind of shows, man. Yeah, for like, sure. Like uh, Charleston City Music Hall. Yeah. I love that venue, man. Yeah, nice and intimate. Yeah. One of my favorite shows that I've ever been to was there. Two of them, actually. Which shows? Uh, John Butler Trio. Next thing. Hails to us from Australia. The land down under. Right. And uh, Kenny Lane Shepherd Band. Which one? Kenny Lane Shepherd Band. Okay, I've heard of them. That was a badass show, man. That was, that was I real bet. cool. Yeah. And you haven't played anywhere that size, have you? What's the biggest place you played? Um, biggest place I've played. <clears throat> did you play the Blackwater Boogie thing that just happened? I did not. No. You did not? No, I didn't. Yeah. I opened a show for Billy Carrington at Joe Riley Stadium. Okay. Size. I think we'd maybe talk about maybe. that because you did that and then you threw a pitch out at one point or something, right? At yeah, one of the ball games or something. Ball. Yeah. So that's pretty big, right? How many? I mean, sure, it wasn't a full stadium out there, but. No, yeah, no, it wasn't full, but it was still cool. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Then I uh, used to do quite a bit of stuff at Honky Tonk. Open a few pretty big shows there. Yeah. Got to open for uh, Sammy Kershaw. At the honky tonk. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. <clears throat> That place is still open? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the honky tonk. Oh, yeah. Is it? 
times I went there a few times, man. When uh, again Fleming was doing uh, open mic there on Tuesday nights, I think it was, and a couple times I went, I think I might have been the only person there on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Oh, well, seven o'clock. Him and I, uh, for a while, we rotated every other week hosting that open mic. Yeah, so it got and bigger. It, well, that was the intention, but just never kind of took off. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he said, but. Yeah, I think definitely the first time I went in there, it was me and the bartender, and Fleming was on stage playing. So it uh, it wasn't that big. But I had a good time. Hey, all right. Sometimes you got to play for an empty room, man. That's right. That's part of the gig. Yeah. Gotta, I mean, it happens out here all the time. Got to grin it and bear it, bear it and grin, whatever. Yeah. So where are you playing nowadays here in town? Now that you're back, what kind of gigs you got set up? I mean, uh, well, we know here at home. Up here the other night. Um, there's a place called Shameless that I've been doing just about every Saturday night. Where's that? Uh, it's over in the Niceville side of town. Okay. Cool little bar. few pool tables. My favorite shots. Cheaper there than it is anywhere else. So. What's that? What's your favorite shot? Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels? Go to, baby. I thought you had some kind of fancy... Uh... Fancy mixed drink, like a Jello shot or some stupid no, shit. My, my, my personal favorite, for being honest, is a buttery nipple. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just said it for being honest. <laughs> fucking lied. Uh, Jesus. All right. Where else? You here, shameless. Um. Where do you want to play? Hell, anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Can't wait to play here. Studio One Seventeen. That's gonna be fun, man. That's right. We got that um, December 21st. Is that right? Honestly, I checked my calendar and I was slacking. I didn't put it in mine. I think it's December 21st. Let's make sure because I definitely want to put that in the show notes. um, It's called Fleming. He's our lifeline. No, I got it all written. I I can't trust Fleming to keep track of all this stuff. (laughs) We'll have to edit that part out. (laughs) (laughs) No, we won't edit that out at all. We know Fleming is shady. That's why they call him shady. Uh, December 21st, Clayton Lewis, that's you. Indeed it is. Right here, Studio 117. Hell yeah, man. That's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. You ought to come out um, this Saturday. We got uh, Jill Knight. She's from uh, California. Just came in. Um, what did she do? She does funk, kind of funky soul R&B type stuff, I think. Not positive. Fleming booked her. Fleming knows her somehow, and... She's coming in town and playing here for us while she's in town. So she's here Saturday night. And then um, we got Blue Spear. You ever seen them? Yeah, no. You ever met my roommate? He wasn't there when you did the um, podcast over there, was he? I think I actually did briefly meet him. Yeah. So he's the lead singer for the band Blue Spear. And um, they played in here once so far back in. August, I think it was, and we had 53 people back here. Yeah. If you can imagine 53 people in here. Tight squeeze, but yeah. Um, they, they bring a crowd, man. They 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 got a five piece band. Um, what two guitars? Him as lead singer, a bassist, and a drummer. Right here on this stage, we can do the stage in different configurations, so we configure it a little differently to put five pieces on it, and. Um, we got a little dance floor set up. People like to dance during their shows, so that's November sixteenth, man. So if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna come in and see a show in here, besides playing a show in here, I would come November sixteenth. Oh 
I mean, and check those guys out. I'm sold. If you're free. I'm come check that out, yeah. I know you said you got gigs that you do on Saturday sometimes, but, yeah, if you're free, November 16th, man, Blue Spear is somebody you got to see. They're fun. They're a fun band. But, anyway, what was I saying? This weekend, Jill, Jill Knight. So, if you're free, come in. It's going to be a low-key, kind of a intimate acoustic set, I think. Favorite, Maybe 20 people or something here. It'd be nice and comfortable. Yeah. But uh, Blue Spear is going to be standing room only. And then um, I think the weekend before you play, 40 Mile Detour being here. And they've had the biggest sale uh, back here so far. We had 60-plus people back here. I mean, we sold out. We couldn't let wow. anybody else in. It was packed. Nice. But it was fantastic. So, And that's what we want. Well, I think we decided can, we uh, could fit 70 in here if we really wanted to. Hopefully I can keep that trend going. That'd be nice. Yeah. Let's pack it out, man. Hell yeah. Let's do it. The, the more people are here, the better for you. Better for all of us. Better for all of us, but definitely better. That's why we do what we do. Better for you, right? Beer and music brings everybody together. Exactly. And that show you're just going to be doing, you just be yourself, right? Just you yeah. on a guitar? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, none of the guys, girls, whatever, that you, when you're in your band in Myrtle Beach, you don't do anything with those guys anymore? Negative. Yeah. All right, well, you, you, you want to talk about it? A little therapy session or something? Or? No, no, not for me. <laughs> Is it a, a bad breakup? No. No? Come on, man. Talk about it. Oh, uh, no. No? That's you don't have to mention any names that's or anything. a story for another day. Yeah. You had to put a lot more beer in me for that conversation. Yeah, I got you. Oh, speaking of beer, let's talk about that real quick. Since this is still a show about craft beer, even though I'm not drinking. But uh, Clayton over here is drinking a Tropical Kush. And we decided it seems to be a theme with uh with clayton last time you were on the show we had uh lieutenant dank from wicked weed brewing company uh which kind of has a a weed connotation to it i guess and then we had uh the elysian space dust out of uh elysian is out of washington state wicked weed out of north carolina Asheville. um so tonight we're drinking or you're drinking tropical kush and i would be drinking that with you if i could which I could, but I'm not going to. They are from uh, Sycamore Brewing Company. And I forgot to look that up. I'm going to click on this real quick. Sycamore is out of Charlotte, North Carolina. So we're staying kind of local, except for the Elysian that we did. That was out of Washington State. Tropical Kush is an IPA, an American-style IPA. It's a 7% ABV alcohol by volume. It's got 48 IBUs. And it says here... Kind of fruity, kind of dank. This IPA is packed with the choicest sticky hop nuggets from our favorite growers. So that's all it says. They have me kind of dank. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, if I remember right, the description for the Lieutenant Dank was like this long. And this one is like just short and sweet to the point. So perfect. All right. So what were we talking about? We were talking about your band. Myrtle Beach, I'm just kidding. I'm going to drop that. <laughs> so what else have you been doing since you've been back? Um, Anything exciting? I put out a few new tunes. Um, actually getting into the studio tomorrow to track some vocals and re-release a song. That, uh, got some pretty good feedback when I first put it out, but wanted to polish it up a little better and give it the credit it Okay. Pretty excited about that. And, uh, right, because last time we talked, you had one EP out already on Spotify, and then you were working on a second one. So you had a second one yet, or are you still working on that? Yeah. 
So you've had a second EP, EP drop? I uh, I released it four singles on their own rather than an EP. Okay. And now you're in the studio working on new stuff. Yeah. Okay. As of tomorrow, which I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Where are you recording? Um, Costello, right here. How you spell? Costello, C O S T E L L O. Costello Studios. All right. And uh, what are you planning on recording? Just a couple? Two, three, four? Uh, album? This one, just one. Just one so far? Yeah, I'm working on uh, writing new material and writing for an LP or a full length album. But that's going to take time. Yeah. Got plenty to write about. Just got to figure out how I want to write it. And you said you're thinking about going back to the lumber yard. Is that like a real thought? I mean, possibly. Yeah. But I'd rather just take off. Yeah. But you know, you, you're you not just doing music full time, right? I mean, how are you funding what you're doing? I mean, what, how, what puts money in your pocket? I mean, just the yeah. gigs? Six so that's enough to kind of live off of? And then the killing. Yeah. Barely living. Right. But it's enough to get by. It's like me working a few days a week here. It's enough to get by. And give me the freedom to do whatever the I hell I want to do. Beer and these drinks are good. Yeah. So what else to do, man? Not a whole lot, man. Not a whole lot. So you got a Palmetto Brewing Company hat on. You played yeah. down there before? Oh, yeah. Have you? Yeah, actually, they uh, one of my favorite beers is from them. From Palmetto Brewing? Yeah. You don't hear too many people say that. The Huge you know? Street IPA. Yeah, that's a good one. I drink that all the time. Because it's on tap a lot of places around town, too. But it's like Palmetto and this thing. Huge Definitely Street. one of my faves. Faves, my favorites. I went down What's to the brewery. <laughs> I went down to the brewery. Oh, it's been a while now. A few months ago with my brother and, uh, no, it was just my brother, actually, just my older brother. But it was the first time I'd been there in like two or three years. Because I'll be honest, they weren't always, they weren't my favorite brewery. I mean, there's a lot of breweries that, that do, I don't know. At the time, I thought more beers, better beers. But I visited a couple of weeks, a couple of months ago with my brother again for the first time. Their whole place was like totally different, totally, you know, reconfigured. Actually, it was a different location than the last time I'd actually been there. And um, they've done a lot of new construction in there. Fantastic place. they got like two or three little places there in the, in the spot. A ton of beer. Um, I guess they got bought by Catawba Brewing Company. I don't know if you knew that or not, but they're out of North Carolina. So they, they merged with them. So they've got more money now and more resources to do more stuff. So I uh, decided to check them out. They had probably 20 beers uh, on the wall, which I think the last time I went there, they had maybe five beers. So they've increased production, and the beers were a hell of a lot better than they used to be. So I give Palmetto some props, man. They're doing better stuff over there for sure. But the point I was getting to, Hugie Street, they had a um, a double version of the Hugie Street. I can't remember what the damn name of it was, but it was like higher alcohol content. Yeah, the, uh, Have you tried it before? No, but I know. Should. I reckon we'll have to go down there and get one of them. 
yeah. figure out what it is. Yeah. The hell is the name of that damn? Well, hell, get it here. Yeah, we should, right? That's a good idea too. What is the name of it? I can't remember. <sighs> You're out of beer. That's not good, man. That is not good. <laughs> you could always run and get you one. Well, how about for that? I'll play you uh, one of my new tunes off the most recent release. Let's do it. Yeah. Have you heard Outlaw yet? You played it uh, Saturday night or what? Did you? Yeah. Friday night. Was it Friday? What day did you play? Saturday. No, Friday. That's right. You filled in for Dan. Yeah, I was thinking to myself, you couldn't have played Friday because Friday's already booked. But shout yeah, out to Dan in. for yeah, calling me first. Exactly. Shout out to Dan. We'll tag Dan. Did he ask you to play at that at the at the Blackwater Boogie, or you just weren't available? Uh, well, when he did, I was still up in Myrtle Beach. And yeah, that's what I figured. Sound like it was a good time, but yeah. So this is called Outlaw. Tell me a little bit about it. Um, I think this one's kind of one that speaks for itself. Uh, wrote about a girl. Okay. And, uh, kind of like, uh, the same idea behind Pirate's Life. You know, if the main line was, if I was well, well. Yeah. Kind of a, just a dreamer type. Okay. Yeah, and Pirate's Life is, I mean, you know, probably one of my favorite ones that you've done yeah. that I've heard so far, even a year and a half later. You know, when you well, played this one here, this is one of my favorite ones yet. All right, let's do it. This is Outlaw. Okay. If I was an outlaw. Would you let me steal your kiss? Or would you cry when I was gone in the wind? If I was an outlaw Upon a black iron horse I would ride Hidden by the blackness of the night But I'll always come when you call And steal your love like an outlaw If I was an outlaw I would kill for your touch Nothing you require would be too much And I'd roam these streets far and wide Follow my desires through the night But I'll always come when you call And steal your love like an 
I was an outlaw Would you have me bound in chains Or would you set me free Cause I roam these streets far and wide Follow your desires through the night And I always come when you call And steal your love like an outlaw Hell yeah, man. Something like that. That's nice. I like it. That is, um, that might be a, a close runner to uh, The Pirate's Life for sure. Yeah? Yeah. I dig it. The uh, the guitar riff is just fantastic, man. It's kind of ominous, kind of dark, yeah. a little, yeah. I like this it. is the exact word I would use to describe that. Yeah, for sure. I dig it, man. Let's pause for a second, brother. I'm going to get you another beer. We'll be right back, folks. All right, and we're back. Got uh, Clayton a new beer. Same thing. Sycamore Brewing Tropical Kush. So what? Uh, so you said the inspiration for that song was a girl. Uh, for the most part. For lack of a better way to say it. Yeah. Kind of. One of those stories that came up with on a whim out of nowhere and right. the ominous vibe to the progression because I wrote the progression first the ominous vibe kind of led my mind and imagination to the direction it went yeah so I don't know if we talked about it last time or not but so what's your process for writing I mean you come up you just see something when you're out and about driving around and you're like oh that's that's a song right there or you're just fucking around on the guitar and you come up with something or uh, there's really no way to pin down my process I wouldn't say it's a process it's like you just said whenever inspiration strikes it could be anywhere. it strikes I mean it could be something I say like damn that sounds like a country song if I ever heard one or right you know you see you see something funny and it's like wow it sounds like it was written in a damn Toby Keith song right? yeah so it could go either way I mean you could have the, the music first or you could have the lyrics first yeah. doesn't really matter and then you just put it together. Yeah. When it, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's hard to put into words. It's the, the best way I know to say it is that it just kind of comes when it comes and it writes itself. Right. I mean, what's the word everybody uses? Organic, right? I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just organically just comes yeah, about. I mean, if, if I, if I were to try to sit down <clears throat> with a specific process in mind and, essentially a formula it's just going to be the same cookie cutter bullshit and I'd right. rather wait take my time until the inspiration strikes and can express what I'm trying to say or yeah it's kind of like any movie you see in Hollywood right you see this you see this guy 
set his typewriter up and he puts a pencil over here and he puts the paper in the typewriter and he sits down and nothing happens. You know? Right. He's like trying too hard to, to write something and all of a sudden something comes to him and he runs to the typewriter and starts typing it down. Right. But if you set up and prepare for it and you say, okay, I'm going to write a song today. I mean, some, some of my favorite songs of my <clears> own that I've written, they literally had wrote themselves. I mean, the, the stars aligned properly and just like that, you know? Yeah. So, I don't try to force it. But. Yeah. So, in your catalog of songs, of your own personal songs, <clears throat> original songs, what do you got? A handful? 10, 20, 30? Uh, published? Well, I mean, just stuff that you like to play. Maybe not published, but just stuff that you still engage with. Uh, it's like between 15 and 20, something like that. Yeah. It's a good number. Yeah. I mean, to mix with, you know, some cover tunes and whatever. Yeah. It's enough to play around with. Yeah, and I've got a few more in the works right now. Like I said, try not to force them and let them happen naturally. They'll be in the mix. Yeah, and I hate to keep bringing up the, the band there in, in Myrtle Beach because it sounds like it could be a sour subject, but did y'all write some songs together up there? Did y'all play cover tune? What kind of band was uh, that? Well, no, we were the house band. We were essentially a cover band. I mean, yeah. we didn't do so really you didn't really write any new stuff while you were up there? No, that was the intention, but uh, that never happened. Yeah. And then how do you, I've always been interested in, you know, you got 10, 15 songs or whatever, and you probably play a good handful of them out when you're out and about. How do you keep track of, I mean, is it just memorization? I mean, I, I, I got one guy that comes in here and plays uh, every month, and he still puts a music stand in front of him and puts his, you know, lyrics, even to his own songs up there. And he's, I mean, he's been playing here for a year easily, so... Do you have a hard time remembering the who songs is, and the lyrics? I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, we don't need names. Pretty sure. But he's the, he's the only guy that I know of that does that for his own tunes. I mean, I can see if somebody calls out a, a you know play a Van Halen song or something, and you don't know the lyrics, you pull it up on your phone or whatever, yeah, and maybe do thing, that. Yeah. But he does that for his own songs still to this day, and I just don't nice. understand why. He's not comfortable with his own material, and do you ever feel that way? I mean, do you? Absolutely not. No? No. Uh, poetic justice is a thing. If I feel that I'm fucking up one of my songs, I'll just start making shit up that I know sounds like what is supposed to be there. Right. But typically I don't. I mean, I wrote the damn thing. Yeah. I'm proud of it. It's not going to slip my mind unless I'm... Right. And I mean, even if it does, it's your song. Probably nobody else even knows the song, so you can say whatever you want right. to say. Right? Right. Unfortunately, that's true. But yeah. yeah. All right. And what... So what's the end goal? Do you have an end goal? I mean, what What do you foresee in the future? What, do you, what are your hopes and dreams? What do you want to happen with this thing? Um, I feel like that's an ever-changing subject, but my ultimate life goal is to live a happy, successful life with the ability to uh, support myself doing what I love and enjoy. 
whether it be performing uh, behind the scenes as a songwriter, whatever it may be. Yeah. That, that's my end goal. Okay. So it's not to uh, move to Vegas and have a have a staycation out there. I mean, no. I mean, if it happens, band dreams, if it happens, I'll welcome it. Yeah. Arms wide open, but right. The end goal is at the end of the day to be successful doing what I love and enjoy, and I couldn't think of any better satisfaction than that. You know? Yeah, it's a good point. What are you doing now in your in your spare time when you're not playing music? What do you do? Um. I mean, like for me, when I'm not working, you know, I go out, I kayak, I paddleboard, I'll bike ride, whatever. You're doing any of that kind of stuff? Well, I'll tell you what I don't do in my free town. Paddleboard, <laughs> ride bikes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I like to fish. I like to check out new food joints. And yeah. Dabble in this, that, a little bit of the other. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on now. Uh, new food joints. Around here in Somerville, oh, for yeah. sure. The next scenario down there just—they they threw up th- three new things here recently: the uh, Hall's Chop House, mm-hmm. Taco Boy, and now there's um, Bad Daddy's Burgers. You heard of that one? I heard. Yeah. yeah, just opened up last week, I think, or maybe the week before. I don't know. I've been open long. All those things are brand new, really, but not brand new. They got locations downtown, but Bad Daddy's Burgers, I think, is. The first one here in town, I think. Charleston or otherwise, but I'm not sure where they're from. But that's what's new around here. Yeah, it's just getting bigger around here. Yeah, for sure. And when you left, the um, the square wasn't even done, right? Was the square still under construction when you left? Yeah, they, they still had a fence around it. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's brand new. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, that's you need awesome. to get yourself on that stage out there, on the big stage. That'd be fun. That's a they do that what Friday or Saturday? Um, they do it all kind of times. Really, they they had something going on yesterday when I drove by. As a matter of fact, well, Dan's got his hands in that, right? Yeah, Dan's got his hands in there. Uh, Somerville Dream, I think, runs the whole thing. Um, but I think Dan has a lot to do with the bookings and stuff that, that goes out there. Because I've seen him out there. I've seen a lot of people that he knows playing out there as well. But I think once a month they do. Sounds of the Square, I think is what it's called. Yeah, the, the free concert series. Yeah. If you go to, I think it's visitsomerville.com, they have the event schedule out there. But when I drove by yesterday, I didn't even know there was an event going on on Sunday. But um, it seems like five times a month there's something going on, closing the streets out there and some event. That's good so, to see that they're Yeah, it's, it's blown up. Productive with it, you know? For sure. I mean, it's, I, I think so far it's been well worth the money they spent on it, which was, you know, millions of dollars. But... But yeah, we need to talk to somebody to get you playing out there. Um, what else is going on? You played the the um, Niceville store before, right? Before you left? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Porsche Jam or whatever. Yeah, that's a good time. I was trying to think of stuff that you could get into that I could hook you up with some people, but to play some gigs. Where are you playing on Saturday nights? You said your Saturdays are kind of booked up for the most part? Yeah, it uh, used to be Mickey's over at between Somerville High and Pond. Okay. But uh, it's under new ownership now. 
We got a couple tables in there. Decent price drinks. Yeah. Not a big place, but good people to go in there. Right. So you like the dive bar scenes, it seems like. For the most part. Yeah. You still play Oasis over there at all? Since you've been back? Uh, since I've been back, I have a couple times. Yeah. Not recently. Yeah. Seen you over there at one time. Quite a while back. But you got other tunes you're going to play? Uh, you got a request? Well, you know I like that Power's Life, man, but I didn't know if you had anything new you were working on that you wanted to debut. Well, I got, a, I got another new one off that EP. Okay. It's called Whiskey on My Grave. What happened? Oh, it's underneath. You're sitting on it. No, no. Your love and I need 
before they lay me in the ground So don't pour no whiskey on my grave Not sure how much more I can take No, oh, I need your love and I need it now Good one too, man. Thanks, sir. They're all good. You're writing some good music. Appreciate it. Couple questions. Did you have that guitar last time we talked? I did not. Yeah, it looks pretty fancy, pretty new, man. So tell me about the guitar. Uh, it's a Martin uh, X Series Special. It's, uh, it's not looks a high end Martin, but yeah, it looks cool. It looks like it, it matches you. I mean, the it plays color like a wet dream, man. Yeah, the, the darkness, I like it. So tell me about, I, I've had so many musicians on, I don't think I've ever asked anybody, what does the capo do for you? I mean, why? Uh, it changes the pitch. Well, I know what it, I mean, I know what it does, but why do you have to use it? I mean, why can't, um, what's the purpose of it, I guess? It makes it easier to transpose a song. Like, say I couldn't sing a song in the original key, I can transpose it into a different key and make it easier on myself to sing. Okay, makes sense. And do you like this guitar better than the one you had before, obviously? Or do you still love the... Absolutely. Yeah. You still have the other one? Yeah. I know you lost a 12-string guitar or something we talked about last time. You misplaced that somewhere. You don't know where that, where that happened to that thing. We oh, talked yeah. about a 12-string yeah, guitar or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, man, what was the other question I was going to ask you? So you play a lot of cover tunes. What's your favorite? What's your favorite tune to play? Cover tune. Hmm. You ever heard of a fellow named Tyler Childers? I've heard. I, I couldn't tell you anything he's played, but I've heard the name. I think that uh, that might be one of my favorite covers right now. That or an old Jim Croce tune. Okay. Which would you rather hear? Um, I think I've heard the Jim Croce. I think you played that the other night. So, so yeah, Tyler, the, it is or that one. Tyler, yeah. Well, you said Tyler Childers, Child, Childress, Childers, Childers. Uh, one of the best, in my opinion, songwriters in country music right now. He's playing real country music and making a lot of waves in the industry. And if I could write. The way that dude does, man. Right. This is one of my uh, favorite songs by him. That's called White House Road. White House Road. White House Road. Wine. White. 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 sun does rise Laying in the bed with bloodshot eyes Late in the evening when the sun sinks low 
That's about the time my rooster crew But I've got ladies up and down this creek It keep me going and my engine clean They run me ragged but I don't fret Cause there ain't been one to slow me down, not yet Get me drinking that moonshine Get me hiring a grocery bill Take my troubles to the high wall Throw them in the river and get your fill We've been sniffing that cocaine Ain't nothing better when the wind cuts cold Lord, it's a mighty hard living Damn good feeling to run these roads Damn good feeling to run these roads Well I got people try to tell me real If you keep this living then you'll wind up dead yeah, cast your troubles on the Lord of Lords Wind up laying on the cooling board But I've got buddies up in White House Road Yeah, they keep me struggling with my feet hang low That rock of the whiskey gonna ease my pain Running gonna keep me sane Get me drinking that moonshine Get me hiring a grocery bill Take my trouble to the high wall Throw them in the river and get your fill We've been sniffing that cocaine Ain't nothing better when the wind cuts cold Lord, it's a mighty hard living What a damn good feeling to run these roads Good feeling to run these roads When you lay me in the cold hard clay Won't you sing them hymns while the banjo playing Yeah, and tell them ladies that they are not frowned Cause there ain't been nothing ever held me down Oh man, woman on a shallow grave Same old blues, just a different day Get me drinking that moonshine Get me higher than a grocery bill Take my troubles to the high wall Throw them in the river and get your fill We've been sniffing that cocaine Ain't nothing better when the wind cuts cold Lord, it's a mighty hard living But a damn good feeling to run these roads Damn good feeling to run these roads Something like that. I yeah. ain't no Tyler Childers. But. No, I can see why you like that dude.
I'm going to have to look that guy up. You ought to. I should. How long has he been around? Is he like 70s dude, 80s dude? Older no, than he's, that? Uh, he's 27 years old. Really? Yes, sir. Young. All right. Okay. Shows you how out of touch I am with the, the country scene. You consider that country, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So I had another, another question about equipment. So the other night when you were in here, I don't think I'd ever heard it before when you were back, when you were in town previously, but um, you got some new equipment out there too? Like I heard, did you do some loop pedal stuff the other night or yeah. and some wah-wah type things going on? Yeah, so that's all new stuff, right? Were you using uh, that stuff before? Not all of it. The, the loop station is. Yeah. I mean, I've used them in the past, but um, when I had them in the past, I didn't use them yeah. as often as... I should have, so yeah. I got rid of them, but right. I got back into it recently and really been digging it. Yeah. And the main purpose, right, is just to make you a bigger sound, just to make it yeah. sound like there's more people, whatever. Yeah. And honestly, I used to fuck around and <laughs> kill time if nobody's paying attention to all the sloop stuff and then start picking over it and nobody knows the damn difference. Yeah. Yeah, we had a guy, one of the first guys that ever started playing here at Homegrown. That's how he used to play. He was the solo guy. He's now with Blue Sphere. But, um, yeah, that Luke Petter was his friend. Um, I wanted to ask you if you got any new tattoos uh, in the last year and a half. Yeah. We talked a lot about tattoos for some reason last episode, so just as an update. I got a few. Oh, you got a few? Yeah. Okay. We don't need to talk about them, I guess, unless you want to. But Well, that would just... Require I took my shirt off. Let's do it, man. That's ratings right there. All right, <laughs> no, viewers. It's up to you, man. Um, yeah. yeah, I know you had a ship that we talked about that, that yeah, looked very reminiscent of like Navy kind of ship or whatever. Got it shaded and hold on yards. Yeah, cool. That's about think, it. Yeah. Now, I think we had talked about uh, the microphone you had because uh, Caleb had a microphone as well somewhere on his uh, tattooed self, but yeah. Cumulus Radio. What did you end up doing with those guys when you worked there? Anything exciting? I had a lot of fun. I was a promo tech, so I was you know, out on site doing events for the station. Yeah. It was fun. But Did it open up any doors for you? I mean, was there anything that came out of it? Uh, Besides just having a good time? Yeah. I mean, met a lot of really influential people around here. Made some good connections. Yeah, uh, I'm still in good standing with most of the folks down there, so I definitely would say it was beneficial. Yeah. Is it something you see yourself getting back into? I mean, you have any interest going back to... Radio? I wouldn't mind. I mean, I enjoyed it. If I get even more in depth into it than I was when I was doing it, I think I'd have a lot more fun. Yeah, because you were probably kind of thinking about you you were on your way out at that point, right? I mean, you feel like you had checked out at that point and you were just ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, and then um, let's play that last song, man, if you want. Pirate's Life. Can we end with that? 
You can do that. Unless you got something else you want to do. No, we can do that one. Okay. For sure. So, let me jot down. Do you have any other big shows coming up besides the Studio 117 event? I just want to... Um, anything you want to promote? At the moment, no. No? But as soon as that changes, I'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. So, December 21st, Studio 117... I'll put a link in, you know, the post and everything. You can get those tickets. I don't think he's got it posted yet for next, uh, for December, but uh, eventually it'll be on the Bummerville.com website for people to purchase tickets. And we'll have tickets here, too, that people can purchase at the door. But 21st, Studio 117. All right, well, unless you got anything else you want to bring up, I say we close it out. What do you think? Uh, I think we uh, touched base on just about everything. Yeah. So a pirate's life, huh? I mean, whatever, dude. Let's do it. It's your show. It's your show. I'm just, uh, <laughs> it's, it's your guest. show. You do whatever you want to do, whatever you want to push out, promote. You want people to hear, enjoy. But I like that one. Mr. Brian Dale's own favorite Clayton Lewis original. This is the Pirate's Life. Red skies at night we call sailors the light. Red skies in the morn all ye sailors be warned. Hoist the colors before we get into the shallows. Everybody raise your bottle as we sail past the gallows. And we'll sing yo ho. And a bottle of rum, one for the sea and two for the sun. Three for the sails that carry me. Four for the treasure that I seek, yo ho. And a bottle of rum, another for me, and one for Davy Jones. I'm living my life lost at sea. A pirate's life is the light for me. The only light for me. My favorite port is a town named after the king. It was Charles Town that made a legend out of me. I braid my beard, light it up, and watch the smoke begin to roll. They say there's salt in my veins and waves crashing in my soul. And I sing yo ho. And a bottle of rum, one for the sea and two for the sun. Three for the sails that carry me, four for the treasure that I seek, yo ho. And a bottle of rum, another for me and one for Davy Jones. I'm living my life lost in sea of pirates. Life is the light for me, the only light for me. Had a little tiny vessel in a fable 
groove in. Rum and whiskey on our breath, our swords cutting through the wind. Well, I kneeled down and told that dying captain it'd be best if he just let it bleed. Now I'm the rightful captain of the Rose Emily, yeah, yeah. And now I'm singing yo ho. And a bottle of rum, one for the sea and two for the sun, three for the sails that carry me, four for the treasure that I seek, yo ho. And a bottle of rum, another for me and one for Davy Jones. I'm living my life, lost in sea of pirates. Life is the life for me. Pirates life for me The only life for me yeah, yeah. Pirates life for me Yo-ho And a bottle of rum One for the sea and two for the sun Oh yeah, man! I yeah. still dig it. It's a good tune. When'd you write that one? Uh, I think I was twenty. Yeah, five years ago. Okay, damn near six now. Yeah, that one of the first ones. I mean, like the ones you play now. I mean, I know that mm-hmm. wasn't probably the first thing you ever wrote. But... No, the first one was blues singing major. Okay. You like that one? I mean, is that? Oh, I love. Yeah, it's in your tops as far as what you like, what you wrote. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out to come all the way out here and do this one more time. Hopefully, we'll do it again. Yeah, I was about to say one more, what you're talking about. Yeah. Do it as many times as you want, man. (laughs) Well, thank you again for having me, man. Yeah, no problem at all, man. I appreciate the time. Glad to be back on on the show with you, and glad to be back in town. Hell yeah. Here at Brew House. I can't wait till December twenty first, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be packed in here. I think we're gonna have a good time. Yeah. All right, brother. I appreciate it, Mr. Dales. Thank you so much. And uh, to the rest of you out there, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah.